1: It's a Tuesday morning, and it's the show about food and fun places in the mayhem of life. It's the Tyler Glenn show. Welcome to the beach bunker. I'm Tyler Glenn, and it looks as if we're going to dodge a bullet in southwestern Manitoba, but the southeastern side of the province is going to get hammered by that Colorado low. We're not out of the woods just yet. There are some school cancellations we'll pass along, and an updated forecast. Coming up in a little bit, and we're gonna talk some Easter stuff today. Yeah, Easter coming fast. Easter egg hunts are not happening this year. No, eggs are too expensive. What what, what will they substitute the eggs with? Got the details. Also, I'm going to introduce you to a dad who is forced to live on a diet of Easter eggs, and he's eaten over 200 this year. Nuts. Nuts, I tell you. Nuts. Good morning. We've got the first signs that the summer travel season could be a bit of a nightmare, a bit of a repeat of what we saw at Christmas time. Even though the snow is coming, and even though the weather is crappy, and even though it still feels a lot like winter, people are making summer plans. If those summer plans involve traveling on an airplane, proceed with caution. We'll talk a bit about that. Uh, Costco. Oh, everybody loves Costco, hey? We've got for you seven new Costco snacks that everyone is dying to try. They've broken the internet with the announcement of these. You're going to be taking these to the beach this summer. Horrible dating experiences. Half of single adults say they'll never meet the one. A lot of young people are just giving up you if 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 you've been out of the dating scene for a while some of the stuff we're going to share this morning is shocking about what young people are going through just to get a just to be on a date with somebody it's it's pretty amazing dating in 2023 is not is is not nice it's pretty gross actually and the average sports fan how far will they travel how much money will they spend to see their favorite team Uh, Some shocking results are good news for sports teams and for sports fans. It's a bit jaw-dropping how far we're willing to go for our favorite team. But Jets fans are probably going to go, oh yeah, we already knew that. Big storm coming. Well, we're going to touch on that in just a bit. There is good news and bad news with that, okay? So, Winnipeg, you better enjoy this because you're going to get hammered. You're going to get the worst of the storm uh, according to today's weather models. Now, it's not like the southwestern corner is going to get off scot-free. That's not the case at all. In fact, U.S. weather modeling is saying that it's going to be a blizzard for basically the entire area. Have a look at this. Let's have a look. See and uh. weather alerts. We are still seeing that blizzard warning, obviously, uh, for many counties uh, across. The okay, route. so now to read this map here. Obviously, this is a U.S. This is the U.S. Weather Service, but you can see the red, right? Um, you just Minot is basically at the Manitoba Saskatchewan border, and the U.S. Weather Service, um, they have declared a blizzard warning, basically right across. The southern border of Manitoba. And this is a Colorado low. It's coming in from the eastern that direction, and southwestern right? corner of the state. Uh, snow amounts still obviously up in the area, obviously heavier to the east. Again, still a, a pretty big gradient from the north to the south. Uh, but it looks like the south central could get pretty heavy snow, 8 to 18 inches. Uh, possible crap. and obviously increasing as you move east. 18 uh, inches. That will go up, to, up until 12 a.m. Central Daylight Time. Uh, winds will be another factor that's common across the whole state, looking at maybe 40 to 60-mile-per-hour wind gusts. So blowing snow is going to be an issue. That's why we're seeing on our snowstorm impact index, uh, extreme uh, I- impact in areas around Jason Town. Okay, so County this itself, is the good news. This is, uh, oh, there. hang on a second. Hang on, hang on, hang on. See how it switches to yellow, meaning minor impact that you go above Minot, right? That's the Saskatchewan-Manitoba border could really hammer Winnipeg, especially that perimeter driving could get really, really nasty on Sunday in southwestern Manitoba. I was looking at the statistics from from Sunday's snowfall. We got about 12 centimeters of snow on Sunday. So this is what we just dug out from on the weekend was 12 centimeters just for a point of reference. So we just came out of 12 centimeters of snow. And they're saying 5 to 15. So what does that mean? We should probably expect a repeat of what we saw Sunday. So if you if you didn't like what happened on Sunday, just prepare for that. It's not going to be snowmageddon. Now, if you have plans to travel uh, to or from Winnipeg, Winnipeg is really kind of in the bullseye now. And they could see 25 centimeters. And to the east, it could get really nasty. So... It's 404 Day. Happy 404 Day. It's Holy Tuesday. Jeep 4x4 Day. International Day for Mind Awareness. It's International Carrot Cake Day. I do, I do. It is uh, Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Day of Action. It is Vitamin C Day. Everybody got their Vitamin C this morning? A day when anyone is free to tell big lies and small lies. Others say that not all types of lies should be said today, but only little white lies, as they're often said to prevent the hurting of someone else's feelings. I think this is the gateway drug. Little white lies are the gateway drug to the big lies. It is unknown who started this day, and if someone stepped forward and said they'd created it, chances are they'd be lying anyway, which (laughs) makes a lot of sense. Hug a news person day. One of my favorite news people... He's not in Brandon anymore. We work together. He's in still in the news business. He works for CJOB in Winnipeg, and now he's back on TV. but this is this is old footage of him. He's my buddy. Clay Young, late '80s or '90s, working with Sylvia Kuzik. More on the election coming up later in the newscast. But right now, uh, he is the original Ron Burgundy. That's why you gotta love Clay. Like, have you ever seen the show Ron Burgundy? He is just Sylvia
0: is here. Hi. Yeah. It's Hi. So nice working with it's you, So again. nice and to see you. A while to see yeah. You I'll tell you, Clay. I was almost tempted to um, call in sick today to be away from work, so I wouldn't have to talk about this crummy, crummy weather.
1: It doesn't matter what day of the year it is or what year it it is, actually. And this is, like I said, from the 80s or 90s, and they're still talking about crappy weather. I didn't want to come into work today. We could play this yesterday. You know know what I found today? I was looking on the weather monitor. Uh On this date in 1992... It was thirty degrees. It's really and now look what we're
0: getting. I've had so many complaints today. It's going to be a really chilly, blustery, ugly night. Uh, there is a weather advisory in really effect. Really chilly, blustery, of-
1: ugly night. So anyway, that's that's Clay from the '80s, and he he looks much different now. But that was in that was in the heyday of television, and in the heyday of television, my my favorite news guy, Clay Young uh took it upon himself he, he used to dress up in halloween costumes and on tv and stuff like that do all kinds of weird and fun stuff but one day he wanted to get pepper spray in the face on purpose to see what it felt like you know he we watched this video together when we worked together and he's like oh dude you want to this hurt so bad i wanted to go screaming running and screaming from the tv from the tv crew because It was the biggest mistake of my life. But at the time, he's like, yeah, just so you know uh, what it's like to be sprayed by pepper in the case of a of a protest or something like that. This is what it feels like. And so here's Clay and he gets sprayed and it, it goes bad quick. So here we here we go. It's like I could not get this water into my eyes fast. Like pepper spray hurts like, he said, it just, it was probably the worst pain of his life. And he goes like, I'm on a live shot on television. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? They're getting the water in there. He's like, oh my God, I felt like I could pass out the pain. Oh, the adventures of Clayman. Superman dies in a fierce battle with a villain known as Doomsday. So this Today, is Clay doing a flooding into Superman bit on the news. The $2.95 special edition. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Clayman. <laughs> this aired on TV. Problem,
0: Look, it's Clayman!
1: Yeah, and, and then they green screened him over so that he could fly, so that he could fly over the city. And, uh, amazing. This is, <laughs> this is an actual news report. Oh, Clayman. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Clayman, you are our favorite. And it is April. It's supposed to be Easter. And with the price of eggs the way they are, Easter is going to look a little bit different this year. In fact, we are going to see some... Easter eggs substituted with potatoes, apparently. Because egg prices are still sky high. And because they're sky high, apparently po- potato producers are taking advantage of this. The uh, idea of painting or dyeing spuds this Easter started circulating uh, on the internet uh, January, February. And, I mean, this is a delightful little potato. Look at it's, dec- it's an Easter potato. Again, it the stories we're going to tell our children and grandchildren about COVID and what happened in the 10 years after COVID will be legendary. The craziness, the stupid things that we did because of that pandemic. And make no mistake, this is the remnants of that, right? This inflation that we've got, and so now... We can't have eggs at Easter because they're too expensive. And so we're decorating potatoes. Some people are going so far as to have potato hunts. Easter potatoes. And this isn't an April Fool's joke. Blogger Stacery Garcia Rodriguez and Brittany Piper were inspired to write posts with directions on how to dye and paint potatoes. For people who are still being conscious of their food budget... Because of inflation, I think potatoes are a viable option for the Easter holiday, said one of the moms. Since the price of eggs have stabilized a little bit, some people may revert back to decorating eggs. But if the prices are still too high for you, potatoes are a viable and inexpensive option to decorate for Easter. I'm trying to figure out what is cheap right now. Like even tap water is we are we are supposed to see double-digit percentage increases in our water bill. I don't know what's cheap anymore. Grass clippings. I'm thinking to myself, so what can we make with grass clippings? A grass-clipping hamburger this summer? <laughs> when your husband's mowing the lawn, and he just... <laughs> Honey, can you grab some some grass clippings from the fridge. I'm making some burgers and we need to, we need to stretch the ground beef budget a little bit here. Think of these the next time you're sitting around and having some pizza with somebody and you can say, Hey, did you know that in Pittsburgh they actually eat pizza where the crust is cooked and the toppings are put on cold. So when you bite into it, it's crispy underneath, but your toppings are cold and the cheese isn't melted. I don't know if I would want to eat pizza in Pittsburgh. I I I don't think I would want to eat this pizza either. This is a pizza crime. Forget pineapple. This guy put eggs on a pepperoni that's that is gross. That is a food crime. We we're talking about food crimes yesterday. Take a look at that. Why would you do that? The price of eggs, we were just talking, are so expensive. I had a customer order anchovies and banana peppers, but no sauce. Ugh! But at least he got that garlic that you can dip your pizza in. I love that stuff. See it in the top left corner, that little, that cup. If you're ever having uh, Papa John's, that's that uh, that butter that I'm talking about all the time. That I like the movie theater butter, except at Papa John's, they it's got garlic. This is a pizza that uh, this, this I feel sad for this. This is the little orphaned pizza. Pizza fails. These are pizza fails. Oh boy oh my God! <laughs> this guy this guy made pizza the hut Luke, I am your father and this is your pizza. Luke, Jesus, <laughs> Look at the, look at the Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, that's just, just it's creative, and I guess this guy's going to charge a hundred dollars for it because he's got a price tag on it ninety nine dollars. Okay, they say this is a fail, but I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. If you have been in the States and had biscuits and gravy, like their biscuits and gravy, it's so simple, but so delicious and so bad for you. Biscuits and gravy are like the cheapest, most beautiful breakfast you can have, but they are so cheap to make, biscuits and gravy, and so awful for you. You can literally feel your arteries constricting a little bit, but it is sausage gravy made from the drippings of your breakfast sausage and then they make these these um, biscuits and it's basically three ingredients like butter, baking powder or baking and butter. So it's butter and flour really. I mean that's what it is. And then they make them fluffy but then you dip them in this gravy made of this grease and it's just it's so good. It's so good. So this guy took it a step further. Biscuits and gravy pizza with a bisquick crust. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'd try this. I would try it. In fact, I may make it just just to see what it tastes like. And that could be a breakfast thing. That would be a delicious breakfast thing. So I I don't buy that this is a pizza fail. Sorry. No. That is a fail. That's awful. Tomatoes, sure. Sure. But you can't put lettuce. You can't put. I don't think that's spinach. I like spinach. I like, you know, one of my f- favorite pizzas is spinach and feta. That's lettuce. That's like romaine damn lettuce on there. No?
0: Blech. Blech.
1: Could be cilantro. I don't know. I don't think so. That's another thing I like. And I'm pretty. I, I would like to think that I could say, no, that's cilantro. It does look like romaine. No, that can't happen. Fail. Lettuce is not allowed. I'd take pineapple six days from Sunday. He's got bacon on there and French fries, and it looks like ranch dressing. This is one of those things that I would probably eat at about 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) This isn't one of those things where company's coming over, and we're going to have a nice pizza. That everyone is going to be talking about for months and years to come. That's not this. This is the pizza that you get. Oh, man. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. What do you think we should get? Get that pizza that's ranch on it and french fries. That's what that pizza is. So I don't know if that's a fail. It's a half fail, maybe. Oh, <laughs> this! I don't know if this even qualifies as a pizza. This is just sad. Uh, this is a pizza dog, a pizza, pe- pe- uh, a hotza, because the sausage is. Uh. However, again, three o'clock in the morning, I'd probably have it. I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do here. Oh, this is good. This is this is an Easter pizza. This is is this a bunny? No, because it doesn't have the ears. But I think this is a parent trying to be creative with the kids. I'm gonna make a little animal pizza, and this looks like a horror show. Pizza fails. There you go. How you fail at pizza? Because. It's just like crossed meat, tomato sauce. It's, it's really that easy. Speaking of having just about enough, maybe you are dating. Maybe you know of someone who's dating right now. Horrible dating experience have left half of single adults doubting that they're ever going to find anybody. Half. And some of the stuff that's going on in dating right now is pretty weird and disgusting, to be quite honest with you. Thankfully, I'm not in that situation, but I have friends and family members who are in the dating world right now, and they can attest to the craziness in the dating world right now. Maybe you can add to this. But when it comes to negative experiences, ghosting is the most popular. They just disappear 43%. Of those who are dating right now have been ghosted. And you know what that means. Just gone. 40% have been stood up on a date. And 40% have received nude pictures unsolicited. This is something that I just don't understand. Why are you sending naked pictures? Why? And this is not an anomaly. This is not a, a rarity. Of people in the dating world right now, four in 10 are getting naked pictures sent to them unsolicited. This is not, hey, boy, good job in your workout. I'd like to see how your abs are doing. That's not what this is. This is, hey, want to see my wiener? Nobody wants to see your wiener. No, no. Nobody wants to see your wiener. And I don't know where this is coming from, but it's not it's not stopping. It's been happening the last number of years. The naked pictures are it's always bigger on camera. Who cares? Aren't isn't this why you're dating? Like I thought dating and now call me call me old-fashioned. But I thought that dating was to get to know the person so that you could go see the wiener later. Why would you? Merry Christmas to you. Here you're getting this gift. Oh, but wait, I didn't get to open anything. Doesn't matter. We're doing things different now. Gift first. Here's your gift. Here it is. No parcel, no box, no wrapping. Gift, gift, gift in your face. Shove it in your face. Here's your gift in your face. What is what is wrong with you? Seriously. What is mentally wrong with you if you're putting your phone near your junk and and sending somebody a picture go straight to the doctor and ask for a referral to get examined that makes no sense to me but it is one of the most common repulsive behaviors so uh as a result 54% are ready to call out these unnecessary behaviors only 54% uh maybe cuz again I'm old and I'm traditional but I think that uh More of us need to call this shit out. 74% plan spring cleaning to improve their dating experience. Hallelujah. Spring cleaning is required. Jeez. 26% will be unmatching or unfollowing any potential love interests if they don't fit the bill. Um, This guide highlights some of the negative behaviors and experiences that occur in the dating world right now. While shining a light on how singles can enact positive change. Back to the nudes. The nudes are number one. Forty-eight percent say they make it. They make them feel uncomfortable. While forty-five percent are disgusted. What about the other half? Like, so that's the other thing I'm trying to picture. Is that so? Are the other half undecided, or are the other half going? Oh wow, Susan, look at this. Look at this wiener. That was just texted to me. Isn't this, what do you think of this wiener? Is that what's going on? The average app user has received an average of five nude pictures in their dating history. Oh, my God. I am too old because this just doesn't make any sense to me. Someone has yet to explain to me why this is happening. Some would say, well, when you've got something worth showing, you should show it. So that tells, okay, let's go with that then. But you're also saying you are completely deficient in every other area of a relationship. You've been blessed in the schlong department, but you have zero personality, can't carry on a conversation, and you're probably socially bankrupt if you're sending a picture of your schlong. Seriously. However, it's not just happening to women. It's happening to men, too. However, not in the same numbers. Dick pics are going to about 55% of women. I'll tell you something right now. If I find one sent to my daughter... I have golf clubs that I haven't used in a long time because I'm a terrible golfer and I don't care that they're gonna get bent by wrapping them around some guy's neck but that's exactly what is gonna happen. Men get 38% but again and, and don't get me wrong hey look I, I don't mind I don't mind seeing pictures of uh, somebody who is attractive. In a bathing suit, or so on, it's you know, or 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 less, whatever. But unsolicited from somebody that you're dating—that's just bizarre. That's just weird. Even if they are attractive and you're interested, and it's just like, "Hello, here's me naked." Again, this is the horrible dating experiences. Half of single adults now are saying they're just—they're—they're—they've they're, resigned to the fact they're not going to find anybody. Because dating is so gross right now. Do they use filters for the photos, perhaps? Well, I'll tell you, as somebody who used to be in the media business, or the traditional media business, it is illegal to advertise false information or a false product or service. And in my mind, these filters are exactly that. Complete misrepresentation and false advertising. Now, if you want to take a picture of yourself and you want to feel better about yourself and and and, and take it for your own self-interest, I mean, that, that could be said the same thing with these naked pictures, I guess, these nudes. I and mean, then if it's for your eyes only, and who, who am I to criticize what you do in the privacy of your own home? But see, once these nudes get circulating, though, this is when people get in shit. Seriously. And then, oh, I didn't. That wasn't my intention. I didn't want it to be on social media. These pictures can end up anywhere. Are saying it's gross and disgusting. So why do we keep on doing it? I don't get it. Half of daters today doubt they're ever going to meet the one because they are irritated, disappointed, and grossed out by the dating scene, especially when it comes to online dating. How do you eat your chocolate Easter bunny? How will you take it down this weekend? Will you have a chocolate Easter bunny? According to a 2022 WalletHub survey, 78% of us begin with the bunny's ears. So we don't start at the bunny tail, contrary to popular belief. We will either break or bite off the ears first, 78%. The survey also notes that 17% start with the feet. And some do go for the bottom. Bottom feeders of the bunny. 5% start with the tail. Nobody eats the face first. I think you're 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 socially bankrupt and might be a serial killer if you chomp on the face first. Let's introduce you to a few of these products. We have seven new Costco snacks to try in 2023. These are some brand new snacks. Maybe you go to Costco so much that you've already had these. And if you have, let me know. I would uh, really like to know if they're worth trying. Seven Costco snacks that are going to be huge this summer. Number one is a chip called the Sea Salt Multigrain Tortilla Chips. They were introduced in February. Apparently, these are like super awesome move-over nachos made with chia, quinoa, millet, flax... Higher in fiber than the original, and apparently better for you nutritionally than than your regular tortilla chips. So that is number one of seven. Sea salt by the seashore, multi-grain chips. That's number one. Number two is the peanut butter chocolate mix. Reese, th- so this snack combines Reese's pieces, peanut butter cups, peanuts, peanut butter chips, and you got to be into peanuts if you like these. Dark chocolate chips and peanut butter pretzels, all in one snack. Each bag includes 18 packs and it's about $10. little little handy packs that you'll take to the beach so peanut butter chocolate mix i'm thinking if you're a fan of the of the reeses peanut butter cups you're going to be into that product these are the 7 hottest new snack products for summer from our friends at costco everyone loves costco i would love to try these because i'm a fan of animal crackers this is reeses dipped animal crackers covered in chocolate and some peanut butter remember animal crackers Man, where did they go? Are they still around? Like, can you still just get plain animal crackers? Used to love the McDonald's ones. McDonald's used to sell, they called them animal cookies. And yeah, you still can. So these ones come dipped in chocolate and peanut butter. One person who had them said, Move over Girl Scout cookies. You've got a new addiction. Holy cow. And Girl Scout cookies. Oh, when they show up at the door, I don't know how, what they put in them. Because you can't get Girl Scout cookies at the store. Thank God you can't get them at the store. Because I'm not a cookie guy, I'm not a real sweet guy. But those things, oh man, they're good. They are so good. And so I note to self, stay away from these things. Watch for these to be making an appearance at your um, at your next family barbecue or picnic. So kiwi berries are like the kiwi fruit smaller. They're miniature kiwi fruits, but they have a big price tag. One TikToker spotted them at Costco, $13 a package, and the package was quite small. You don't have to peel them or anything. You just pop them in your mouth and you've got instant kiwi. But be on the lookout for them, because they are expensive. Kiwi berries. So this is a soft and chewy potato snack. This is number five of seven. This is the sweet potato sticks. Uh, The texture is basically like other dried fruit type, uh, type snacks, but more soft and chewy like a gummy candy. One TikToker compared them to dried mango. If you like sweet potatoes, definitely worth a try. If you're looking for more pizzazz, shake them up with some brown sugar and cinnamon. Wow. Soft and chewy sweet potato sticks. There you go. You heard it here first. Uh, Simple Mills Farmhouse Cheddar Crackers. I'm not sure what makes these better for you than the original favorite cheesy childhood crackers. Apparently, there's more fiber, more natural ingredients, and it's gluten-free. It's made with almond flour, high in protein. Oh. And finally, this is the one that I really want to get. If you see this, please let me know. Please, please. The Tajine Chili and Lime Gummy Bears. Oh, wow. I have got to get my hands on these. I mean, you can't beat watching something in person. I get it. And I love the food and I love the atmosphere, but it's such a pain in the ass to get to and from the game. It still kind of wrecks the experience. Like Kathleen said, just sit at home, watch it on TV, but no 44% of sports fans already have a trip planned for 2023, but it's to see a specific sporting event. That's, that's why these sporting, uh, this is why the leagues are so big on releasing their schedules early. Like, Thinking about this the other day, the NFL is going to start. I mean, we're we're not we're just into baseball season, but the NFL is going to come out with their schedule soon, so people can plan their trips. And now I see why sports fans are big travel fans, and they are willing to travel a long way and spend a lot of money. Is good news for Manitoba when you've got a team like the Winnipeg Jets because six hours. I mean, Brandon is two. So what would be six hours? That's Regina. Like people would drive easily without blinking an eye from Regina to Winnipeg to see a Jets game. And I don't know what six hours on the other side of Winnipeg would be. Would that be Thunder Bay? Six hours to the south would be uh, Fargo. Uncle Bo went to a Twins game last year. Took Uber to the game. Way easier. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Cause it's chaos. Those games let out. Oh man. It that's mayhem right there, getting out of a sporting event, but uh, but it's good that we have the Jets back, if for nothing else economically, because that's a lot of cash, and people are coming from a long way ways away to catch their favorite team. Still, with travel of uh, the summer season, could be a nightmare. I wish I had better news here, but why am I not surprised by this? This Christmas was just a shit show. And it looks like it's going to get bad again. This time it has nothing to do with the airlines or the pilots. That was kind of what happened at Christmas time. They're saying this summer, this has everything to do with air traffic controllers across North America. Apparently, uh, the combination of burnout, turnover, retirement, blah, 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 it's air traffic controllers that they can't get on the job. There's multiple news outlets reporting that because there is such a shortage of air traffic controllers in the U.S., the FAA has already put in a request to major airlines to please cut the number of flights this summer because of the shortage of air traffic controllers. There was a letter written to the airlines from the Federal Aviation Authority citing a severe lack of air traffic controllers Um, They predict delays to skyrocket 45% over the summer, which could cause a cascading effect in air service across North America, which could start as early as May 15th and run through to September 15th, which just happens to be summertime, summertime. summertime. And here's the thing. We got gas prices set to, to, to jump, right? And now there's... No air traffic controller. So even if you want to get on a plane, you do it at your own risk this summer because there's not enough people to get us in the sky. Again, this COVID cleanup, oh my word. COVID cleanup, 10 years we're going to be cleaning up this mess. 14 days to flatten the curve. Just 14 days. Put on your mask and wash your hands and we'll get through this together. Now, how about 10 years of economic and social collapse? We can't get anywhere, but we just can't call Barry. Hey, Barry, yeah, you want to put that snow shovel down, Barry? How how good are are you at organizing? I uh, I don't uh, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, see, we got these planes in the air, and we have to bring them down one at a time. You can do that, right? Can you talk to them? Oh, uh, sure. Hi, guys. Who wants to come down? Are you ready? No, maybe we'll do this one. So we got Barry up in the tower. Oh, what would have can we play smash and bash him? That would be fun. That's not good. You want well-trained people, trained people up in that tower, not Barry. Try and have a laugh and have a chuckle. And at least, you know what? If you're delayed when you're traveling, you can sit at the airport bar. And the airport bars will do good they seem to have the bartenders that's good news they're not having problems filling the the airport bars with bartenders that's fantastic news rob off to the airport bar off to the airport bar ah uh, sir you're on a plane to saskatoon <laughs> i was supposed to be in atlanta okay saskatoon it is <laughs> okay so this guy who has to he's forced to live on a diet of Easter eggs. Really? Why is that? Look at the Easter eggs this guy's got. My name's Ashley King. I'm from Yorkshire. First discovered that I had an eating disorder. He's got an eating disorder. Uh, from when I was born. He uh, can only have Yorkshire pudding and potatoes. Uh, Um, He's eaten two hundred of those things so far. In my entire lifetime, I've eaten well over. I'd say well over a thousand. A thousand Easter eggs. So when you're having your Easter eggs this weekend, think of this poor soul. Yeah, Kathleen, you might be right. I see, and I was under the assumption that this was due to an allergy that he could only eat certain things. But it appears that this guy is is doing this yeah, potential eating disorder. Because he says he's been to the dietitian and the and, and the dietitian has tried to help him. His claim is that he can only digest chocolate, mashed potato, Yorkshire puddings, and fruit. Chocolate is just a food group for this guy. He's a dad of two. His strange habits started when he was a baby and they've continued until his adult life. However, doctors feel that this could be more psychological than physical. So I guess it's kind of up in the air. He's seeing specialists. He feels he can only, and I guess you know your body, right? Like it's kind of like when you have certain foods and go, this doesn't agree with me. I, I, I can't have this particular type of food because he gives me gas or sends me to the toilet or something like that. And so this guy has likely eliminated a lot of stuff and said, okay, chocolate's good. Uh, Yorkshire pudding is okay. Mashed potatoes is good. Why is it always mashed potatoes? A lot of my pickiest eating friends, mashed potatoes is always okay. I guess there's no gluten in them. They're kind of a benign food, hey? There's not much you could add to a mashed potato other than, than butter to really set off your allergy alarms. He said he's frustrated by this. He says it's massively frustrating, especially at Christmas, because he would like to enjoy the turkey and the stuffings and stuff like that, and he can't, and he can't. Uh, He'll eat 200 eggs again this year because chocolate is one of the things that he can eat that doesn't upset his stomach and sits well with him. The snow is coming. 10 to 15 centimeters. Get ready for it, southwestern Manitoba, a repeat of what we had on Sunday. And for southeastern Manitoba... It could be much, much more. So as long as you're ready for it, I'm ready for it. Snowblower's got some gas in it. And again, if you're doing some traveling and you miss the show, you miss the video version, you can always get the audio at tylerglennshow.com. You can get it at Red Circle or wherever you get your podcasts. It's an abbreviated audio version. The video show is two hours. The audio version is less than an hour, often around 40-45 minutes or so. And again, we have all the fun stuff that we talk about. Thanks for participating. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the the fun of food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. I'm Tyler Glenn, and we do this every weekday morning from seven until nine on the Tyler Glenn Show. Make it an amazing day and we'll see you again bright and early at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning.